Hi. Hi. Welcome to Rudderless, the podcast where we give you completely unfounded advice. Nice. Right off the bat. I like it. Yeah. You know, it's a new year. Blah, blah, blah. New year, blah, blah, blah. I am trying this without headphones. How, how does it sound? Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Fuck a headphone. <laughs> you still have to like not crash stuff around while you're Oh that that was me throwing my headphones on the desk. So. <laughs> okay, well we all heard that. Yeah. So what's going on today? Oh god. Um I was just reading an article about that woman who attacked a a like 14 year old black boy in a hotel because she thought he stole her phone okay and uh i watched the interview of it because i i read like part i read some quotations of hers and i of this woman i forgot her name but um i (laughs) i was reading this article and she sounds like a total fucking wreck Right. And um, so I got to thinking how many other people in her life must know that she's a wreck. And when all this came to light, there were probably some of them who are like, <laughs> finally, she shows herself to the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> revealed. She's revealed to be she's- the monster that we all knew that she was. Yeah, exactly. And then I started thinking, like, oh man, she must be, she must feel really like unbalanced to, because she tackles this teenage boy. Um, I haven't seen this or read about it. I mean, it's awful, yeah. obviously, but one of literally thousands of things like this happening every day. Yeah. In the United States. Right. Well, her lawyer keeps being like why are you making this about race she's mixed race herself and you know she and and this woman she she uses as an excuse that she's 22 and like how can a woman be like how can a woman accusing a boy she says like guy but i mean he's fucking 14 um that's like yeah exactly um how can that be racism and i'm just like oh god the the idiocy that this woman has is just fucking painful like the the lack of ability to look at herself and Mm -hmm. she gets asked questions again and again in this tv interview and she just deflects she you know lies she twists the she probably thinks of it as like twisting the truth or something but she just out and out lies uh they asked her something about like um well you tackled this boy and she was like but then after that his dad his dad uh pulled my hair oh word like like after you tackled the kid somebody yeah your hair yeah oh okay oh 
so fucking painful. And and so I wonder, I don't know. I mean, I wonder um, about everything, like, which people have, like, like diagnosable personality disorders. Um, but anyway, I just wondered, like, is this woman ever going to wake the fuck up? Mm-hmm. No, you can't wake somebody up who's pretending to be asleep. Oh. You know, she's she yeah. knows she's lying, but the lie yeah. gets her off her own hook, right? Right. Like, she knows that she tackled the kid. And, like, I don't even know what specific case you're talking about, but I know the story. <laughs> right. You know yeah. Everybody yeah. knows the story. Yeah. She acted wildly out of line based on race. Most likely, again, not having, not knowing anything about this, I'm right. going to go ahead and say that she's, it was some racist bullshit. Yeah. Um, and she can, if she can believe the lie or perpetuate the lie, then that kind of excuses her behavior. You know, it's like, I don't know, is this a political podcast now? I guess it's nope. everything podcast, but it's yeah, I mean, she's, you can't like, these people know that they're fucking lying. You know, like these, not just her, but politicians, whatever, whoever, mm-hmm. they know they're lying, but that's the story. It's like their yeah. story. This is my story. And it doesn't matter when this sort of post-truth society where it doesn't actually matter if it's true or not, if it excuses your behavior. Right. Yeah. So that reminds me a lot of my family. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, yeah. you know they're older they were just born in a different time you know or oh he's just a kid right yeah um and and story yeah and this woman being like i'm just a 22 year old girl like what the (laughs) there's so much wrong with that statement and we don't buy it don't buy the bullshit does she go around in the rest of her life just being like, I'm I'm just, I'm only 22. It's like I'm a day old and I'm just an idiot and I have no uh, racist programming at all because I can't because I'm completely ignorant. Right. Oh. Yeah, when um, she goes to Red Lobster and she's not wearing any shoes, she's just like, but I'm, I'm 22. I didn't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god um, hopefully she'll go to jail so that'd be um, great i mean they never did. do or they do well, or for they at least arrest her. Time. yeah no yeah okay <clears throat> so so welcome to rudderless the bleak futures podcast yes where we give you uh advice if you send us in a question mm-hmm. how do and... you take questions by the way Oh, God. So many ways. (laughs) You can call me. You can email me. You can text me. You can drop by a carrier pigeon, send it to me in the mail. Okay, I was going to ask if they can actually text you, but now you're now you're just making fun of me. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so for real, how they can get in touch with us. We have a Gmail account, rudderlesspodcast at gmail.com. We're on the Instagrams at, um, uh, what is it? Rudderless Podcast yeah. <laughs> on Instagram. Super consistent and, branding across the board. Yes. Yeah. And you can, you can email us straight from there or you can DM us from there. And then we also have this fun voicemail line where you can leave us a message 
on anchor.fm slash rudderless. That's and, cool. And that would be really cool to hear some some other voices. Yes. If it yeah. yeah, I mean we can most likely just grab that call and put it on the air and then talk to you as if we were actually talking to you, which would be cool. Yeah. So all the questions are anonymous. Um if you call in, we'll use your voice. So you know, make sure you sound good. Gargle beforehand. Drink mm. some tea with honey. Good, like saltwater rinse. Take your what is it, Zyrtec? Take your Zyrtec. Yeah. Although that I did that, I think before our sleepiest episode, and I just could not wake up. I forgot that that stuff isn't too far off from that anti-anxiety medication that I take. Oh, so, I didn't. I don't know if it's that way for all people, but yeah, it it affects me almost like a Valium or something. Oh. I think that's why people take it at night. Oh, okay. So that's mm-hmm. their mind at ease along with their body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we got, we got a good question. Was it yesterday that things were going to shit? Oh, it was. Oh no, that's every day. Past. You're talking about in the United States of America. Yeah. No, that's every single day. Okay. But, um, with the whole terrorist, you know, homegrown, crazy. Uh, oh, yeah, when terrorist. the white supremacists stormed the Capitol. I got you. Yes, there we go. Um, yeah, I think that was a couple days ago. So anyway, uh, there were a lot of people saying online things like, oh, dry January is hereby canceled. Hmm. Um, there was also, there is a question that I got or found scraped up from somewhere saying let me read it verbatim for you ready okay <laughs> bringing me back to the cheer squad yeah welcome to rudderless the cheerleading finals yeah Is that, do they have finals oh yeah i'm sure they do i i was at my friend's house one time and she had all these television channels so I got excited because I don't have a tv or television service so um anyway I was flipping through the channels you know like look at look at all the moving pictures wow um Mm -hmm. and I found like ESPN4 or something and they were having they were televising a jump rope competition no way yeah with little like little kids like 10 year olds and 12 year olds and they had all these different categories for like different, you know, challenges that you could do jump roping. And then they would have, after the competition, they would have interviews with the winners. And even like the whatever, the second seated or the runner up or whatever, they would have interviews with them. And it was just incredible because I was like, what are these kids going to say? And then the kids ended up saying something that I knew, but that I didn't know that I knew was, which is that sports people give, they give the same answers all the time. It's God, isn't it? No, no. It's, you know, I was, I trained really hard to get here. And today I was up against some of the, you know, most uh, formidable um whatever you call those contestants foes whatever and you know everyone did a great job and I just put in you know I I gave it all I could and I'm just so uh pleased to have won 
that kind so of just thing. good just good sportsmanship really yeah yeah being gracious and the other guys played hard and yes you played a little bit harder and it just shook out that way yeah yeah nice. they've been training for a while and you know everyone did a great job and they're just so grateful so i don't know it was um it was funny but it was also like really sweet and highlighted how to me I was like, oh, I can make more games out of more things. I want to see the really emotionally unstable jump ropers. You know, totally. The ones yeah. who are at the end, like, they better watch their backs. You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> the ones who are like, <laughs> can I just get a hair clipping from you? Oh, I'm just doing a little spell tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's my jump rope circle. Mm, yeah jump rope pentagram yes nice <laughs> i mean i'm into it i, I guess I'd bring, watch that. bring I down across that on espn 6 or whatever <laughs> night jump rope pentagram the dark side of the jump roping <laughs> child industry yeah oh i'm i'm here for that yeah so we have a um I forgot how I got on that topic. Okay, so our question for today related to everything going down terroristically slash politically slash in the U.S. a couple days ago. And this person said, I need ideas for self-care when the world's on fire. My go-tos of nails and hair and overpriced coffee aren't an option right now. And I need to do something other than watching shits creep. Okay. Okay. So, um, all right. So, yeah, it's you can go get a manicure or a pedicure, but it's not like it used to be, I guess. <laughs> what? I mean, you can't just pop in. I think now you probably have to make an appointment. Mm. Um, doing hair is much the same way. A lot of salons, barbers are kind of closed. <laughs> if that's what makes you feel better, um, those options have been taken away. So, what do you do? Well, I mean, in my opinion, she's asking for coping tools or skills. Mm, no. Yeah. She's asking for beauty tips. <laughs> right. Um, and apparently watching, like, a TV show endlessly on Netflix is somehow not working for her, which I don't understand. Like, have you tried drinking along with watching that? Because I think that's what, I, I think that's kind of, you know, standard, like, American coping mechanism yeah I also feel like and this is just me as always but the show that she's watching is probably not very good no it's not funny at all <laughs> um, I haven't watched it oh okay that's, that's solely based on its name when I first saw its name pop up yeah like 17 years ago or whenever I was it's just the shittiest pun it's, it's <laughs> terrible and I won't watch it he says while making a shitty fun himself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I recently tried watching that. I, I got Netflix to watch some show this month and I watched the show. I loved it. And then I was left with nothing at the end. And so I tried watching that because so many people recommend it and love it and just think it's so hilarious. And it's really annoying mm -hmm. to me. I mean, listeners, feel free to have your own opinion in this case, but 
yeah, it's it's just really annoying. Um, it's supposed to be making fun of this um, super privileged rich family. But even if you're making fun of them, I still don't want to see people like that on TV. On TV, yeah. 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 Can I ask you, what was the show that you did love and watched? Uh, yes, uh, Bridgerton. Okay, yeah, that I've been hearing about that one too. Yeah. That's good, huh? Well, I don't I don't think I'm a very reliable uh weather vane for anything pop culture. So I really liked the hair and the costumes and the some beautiful people in it. Mm-hmm. But I like the story. I I loved Gossip Girl. That used to be my dark secret, but now I have new improved dark secrets. Um, but anyway, it is it is quite a lot like Gossip Girl. Well, kudos to you for continually finding new and darker secrets to have. Thank you. Um, that's also one that I never knew about, but now... I guess I know some smart people or people I think are cool and funny who liked that show too. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of, it's that same thing of like, if it's good, it's going to be good when you get around to it. Yes, that's true. No hurry. Anyway. So once again, the question is what? Oh yeah. Basically the question is what the fuck do I do when the world is on fire? fire supposedly like not not literally a fire outside this woman's door but when upsetting things are happening in the world and you're just like at home in a pandemic trying to manage your own emotions Mm -hmm. so what to do yeah so I think for me one thing that's really helpful is just having like a daily self-care routine and I'm sure this sounds batshit nuts to people but (laughs) Like I, I actually have like a reminder thing to like brush your teeth, wash your face, drink a protein shake because I won't eat in the morning. I'll pound three cups of, you know, various espresso drinks and then wonder why I'm shaking and crazy because I haven't eaten anything. So, (laughs) so if you're not going to eat, which you know, you're not, you need to drink a protein shake with that coffee. Just like really simple self-care stuff that makes you feel you know a a sort of traditional thing in sobriety programs is make your bed get up and and I know that you're not going to agree with this necessarily but (laughs) get up and make your bed it makes you feel like a human and like you're going to take on the day and you can go right back to bed but just get up and make your bed and I'm not great at any of those things, but I, those are the things that I try to do. Just really simple self-care stuff that other people probably take for granted or don't even think about consciously. They just kind of yes. are a subconscious routine. Yeah, I think self-care as a phrase is, you know, much like mindfulness. It's overused and it's also um, not well understood in like mass culture like everyone's heard that phrase now but someone asking this question would be like what do I what else can I do for self-care and I would say like taking baths isn't for everyone no I hate it yeah I hate it too anyway swimming swimming in like a big open you know body temperature or whatever 
water but mm -hmm. put me in a hot steamy bathtub that's like torture I hate that yeah shit. yeah you're all enclosed and mm -hmm. stuck there it's boring mm -hmm. you're waiting and you don't know what the fuck you're waiting for waiting to feel better mm -hmm. maybe yeah so anyway like I think self-care I agree with you like it, it's it's one both like a lot more than people usually give themselves credit for unless maybe you have like a chronic illness or something like that and then like with my chronic illness everything is a bonus like anything I do <laughs> past the point of waking up is kind of something I get credit for doing in my own mind so yeah if I brush my teeth like that is good self-care right it's yeah. um treating yourself like you would treat a small child that you actually loved be Which, like what yeah, yeah like what's going to be the best for me today how do I take care of myself and showering brushing teeth eating breakfast all that is definitely part of it and and then I think so there's this daily level of like personal self-care kind of a baseline and then I think there's daily extra stuff that almost everyone should be doing to widen their window of tolerance okay I feel like we're gonna hear about meditation here soon not necessarily but what is the window of tolerance well I don't know how you're defining it but for me what meditation does is gives some room between the stimulus and reaction. Yeah. So that's a window of tolerance. That's kind of what I think of when you say that. Yeah. I mean, meditation definitely can help. It's not for everyone, but it, if it's not for everyone, it's not because it's difficult. I don't know. I, I hear plenty of people being like, oh, my mind just can't stop going. I hate it. I get bored or whatever. But those are all things to deal with in meditation. I think I've read reports that it can have negative effects like if done by someone who's gonna have a psychotic episode or something like that but yeah window of tolerance is is basically like what your nervous system can handle while keeping your body regulated so okay. so if you think of it like an actual window with an opening that's adjustable um when you get uh, when you have like a trauma or an irritation or something like that, it, you're like within the window and then you get pushed up higher toward that upper ledge. And if too many things happen for you to handle, you go above the ledge, above the ledge is like fight, flight. And then if way too much stuff happens, then you actually drop all the way below the window and that is the freeze response or um, also dissociation. So basically there's stuff you can do to try to get that window wider so not as much stimuli will trigger you to go into flight, fight, freeze, fawn type responses or dissociate. So is the idea you don't want you don't want to be below or above you just want to be kind of in that window of tolerance. Well, you you know how it is when you're in fight or flight. It's very uncomfortable. 
And then when you're dissociated, you're just like checked out from life. You're kind of a zombie or unresponsive. So those are appropriate responses to some situations in life, but it's, they're not appropriate responses probably if you want to be very functional, if you're having those responses when you like get an angry email or get <laughs> irritated by something that you see, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, I mean, I think self-care to me, the purpose of daily self-care beyond just taking care of your body is to like widen that window of tolerance when you have a lot of trauma that window gets compressed and similarly for people who have a lot of microaggressions that they experience day to day they're like already at a higher level with no opening and things so that's like, one- like walking into a, a workplace with someone you hate or who hates you just dealing with people or situations that yeah those little microaggressions like you you just kind of shut down over time right yeah and I think well I have more thoughts than I can actually cover in the time we have here right now but a lot of people think that trauma is like these big events but it doesn't have to be yeah that's something that I learned in rehab actually was like, like the PTSD of someone who has witnessed a really violent act, say, in a yeah. combat situation or something. Yeah. Um, and the PTSD of someone who's had a lot of minor things. It's like, it's accumulative. Yes. So just because you've never seen someone, your friend killed in front of you or whatever, doesn't necessarily mean that your trauma is less or more or whatever it's not like a it's not like a scale like this person's trauma is bigger or it's you can have so many microaggressions or micro traumas that it that you are as big of a mess as somebody who might have had one really impactful trauma yeah and i think you you said something that to me is one of the most important things that i learned which is that trauma is cumulative mm-hmm. Like, unless you deal with it and process it, of course. But I used to think that, you know, the worst thing that could ever happen to me had happened when I was 12 and that that meant nothing else could ever surpass it. And so, you know, I was like bulletproof for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And what I found was, to my surprise, that wasn't true. Like these things just keep piling on top of each other. So, right. Yeah. So, I think uh, going back again to the self care piece, doing things every day to learn, like teach your body how to re regulate itself and um, get back into the window of tolerance and widen that window of tolerance is really important to do. So that when shit goes down, when the world's on fire, when there are white supremacists storming the Congress, um, you'll be able to take care of yourself and you'll be able to be more effective, like in the world. <laughs> and if, um, that's a, if that's a bath, for, if that's taking baths for you, that's taking baths for you. You've got to find out what it is for you. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's there's no that's kind of the 
the motherfucker of the thing is that there's no universal thing like yeah meditation yeah. is great and it helps i would say most people but some people just right now they can't do it they just for whatever reason or like you and i can't take baths that's not going to be a tool for us yeah or you know like you have to find what it is but there's i mean man there's a lot of stuff out there that you can i think the main thing is you have to take charge of your own well-being yeah yeah and you have to find out what those things are for you yeah that's so true uh yeah even when i was in grad school i was like i was also working at the rape crisis line then too and i was just having such a hard time not feeling horrified and terrified and like freaked out all the time every day from the stuff I was hearing. And so I was looking for ways to like re-regulate and I just looked online for like self-care ideas. Mm -hmm. And it was all the shit that I was just like, how many fucking baths do I have to take before I feel better? Right. Like, and so oh, I, I'm supposed to light a candle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you tried smelling lavender? Um mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that works for some people, but it doesn't work for me. And so I I found it helpful actually to get like a huge list, like pages and pages of self-care ideas and then go through and just try a bunch and see what actually worked for me. Mm -hmm. It seems pretty evident when you stumble upon the things that do work for you, that they work for you. It's not. Yeah, be like because you get this. Yeah, you get like a like a Calgon take me away moment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, um, Calgon, um, reach out to us, uh, taking sponsorships. Do they still yeah. Calgon? I, I was just going to ask that. <laughs> I don't know. And I feel like if they do, it probably doesn't have, like, the most up-to-date smells. No, and it's probably the most chemical off-run garbage. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, irritating. You know what? Fuck you, Calgon. Yeah, fuck you, Calgon. Don't take me anywhere. No. I'm staying right where I am. That's right. Um, yeah, I also wanted to mention, though, there are, when you're in more of an acute crisis state, there are exercises that you can do that maybe your normal self-care can't quite get you re-regulated. And so you can, like, bring out the big guns, so to speak. <laughs> that seems like a really <laughs> What would a big what would a big gun look like? What's an example of a big gun? Oh my god, my favorite is cold water. Okay. Yeah. So if you fill a bowl or other basin like object with cold water and plunge your face into it, hold your breath and keep it there as long as you can. Your body goes into this physiological thing called the dive response where it's slows your breathing and it slows your heart rate because basically your body thinks you're diving or drowning or something like that and if you don't want to like i actually hate plunging my face in like that because i feel like i'm gonna suffocate so what i do is just go to the tub and turn on the shower really 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 cold and just stick my head in mm -hmm. and like have it hit the back of my head and neck and then it can take a while like at least five minutes, but basically as long as you can stand it and then just keep doing it over and over until you calm down. That just sounds exhausting. 
I know. It, I the, mean, it's the cold water and the freezing and stuff. Just the whole routine sounds like I want to take a nap just hearing about that. Oh, I, well, good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it's great because it bypasses your brain, right? It bypasses like your cognitive um, thinking about things and uh, spinning out and spiraling and all that. You don't have to do anything with your thoughts. You just take this like simple physical action and calms your body down cool well i think that's a good place to leave it yeah i mean that's not the only tip but that's my favorite one so we'll just leave them uh always leave them wanting more right yeah and message us leave us a, a message with your favorite yeah skills. i would love to know yeah. yeah yeah if you like baths what do you get out of them i don't get it mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. So help me understand where you're coming from. And you can do that on Instagram at Rudderless Podcast. You can send us a Gmail at rudderlesspodcast at gmail.com. Are those all the ways? Oh, Anchor. You can leave us a voice message on anchor.fm. Yeah, I think the main, yeah, that's kind of the main thing from there. There are links to all the ways that you can get in touch with us. Same thing, Instagram. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So we will talk all. to you next time and send us your questions. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye.